Welcome, everybody, to the We Hate Anime Podcast, the only anime podcast that is no longer going to do the uh, cringy, uh, deep-throated uh, intro. My name is English Mike. Uh, I am your host, as always. Joining me is The Mothman. Hello. And The Frog King. <laughs> yeah, yeah, here I am. <laughs> frog, I, there was like a slight moment where Frog was like, can I go this deep? I was like, no. Nope. Uh, <laughs> No, the the only the only people who are ever on this podcast that can ever try to act like any of us is when Kev's on because he does a <laughs> flawless impersonation. It's so good. All I had to do is like just like mimic pro tanky rhetoric, and it was perfect. <laughs> I, I will I will throw you in a gulag and send you off to the to 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 Moscow. You son of a bitch. Oh, so uh, so I, I just. I need to get everybody in a mood right now. Okay, so I just I need I need you guys to understand how my week went this week and how it's like amazing that I'm in as good of a mood as I'm in at all right now. I I, I made it up from Fairbanks. I spent four days up in Fairbanks, and it's a seven hour drive from Anchorage to Fairbanks, and that's like, you know, it, it is what it is. It's a seven hour drive, so I had to go up Monday, and I came back Thursday night, and Friday I had to fill an MRI, and filling an MRI is a process that. I think I should be more scared of, but I'm just emotionally dead to it these days. And the entire process is you have liquid helium, which I think goes from a salt or goes from a gas to a liquid at seven or six degrees Kelvin. It's enough to kill you, right? Don't mess with liquid helium. And what you have to do is you have to push 99.99. It's like five, nine percent helium gas into these giant. uh, They basically look like brewer cylinders like the stuff that they brew like it looks like a giant distiller like a moonshining distiller except it's made out of like platinum or something or aluminum i think and you have to basically push helium gas into these distillers filled with like 250 liters of liquid helium and you have to fill that into a magnet and the thing is the helium gas as it's like as it's like liquidy and gasish it's so the molecule is so small because it's a noble gas that if you if you like mess up the seal at all, because you have to more or less like seal two conjoined points, the entire point of a helium fill is you're basically like redoing a twist tie plumbing mechanism. So you have to like lock this into place and it's going to get cold. And if you screwed up the seal at all, or if like the little silicone disc or the rubber disc that you have in there breaks, like it starts leaking. So it's this super high stress thing that takes like four hours to do. I had to fill and ramp a magnet, which uh, ramping a magnet, another scientific thing, is basically putting around 500 amps of power into this line. And it's just, it was a high stress day. Like yet Friday was just the worst day I've had. I'm Damn. done Friday night. I start at 8 AM and I finish at 6 PM and it like, you know, oh, 10 hours isn't so bad for a shift for 10 hours straight. I was monitoring an MRI and keeping the helium going, like making sure my transfer didn't fail, making sure the magnet didn't quench. Quenching is a term when all your liquid helium rapidly turns into gas and leaves. And if there's right. a break in that line at all, say hello to asphyxiation and death. Like, it's, it's you can absolutely die in hundreds of wonderfully unique ways. My personal favorite is you get lightheaded because you have no idea how much oxygen is in the room. And you start getting lightheaded from the helium leak and you just fall off the ladder and die. Pretty cool, pretty cool. Yeah, like, the, the, the amount of ways you can die while working on a magnet is phenomenal. Magnets are pretty scary, actually. Uh, yeah, yeah, but they're, like, the one modality that won't kill you. Like, CT will give you cancer, X-ray will give you cancer, nuclear medicine. And it, I mean, when I say cancer, like, one in a billion chance of getting cancer. But still, like, it'll but give it you cancer. Happen. Yeah. 
Um, <clears throat> yeah. it, so like I'm like ten hours of just trying not to die dealing with this magnet and trying to keep this magnet up and running for Monday morning. I get off at like six thirty, so ten hours, a little bit more than ten hours. And as I'm driving home, I'm just I'm trying to listen to my Stormlight book. I'm just I'm trying to listen to this book that I love, this fantasy series. It's like a fifty five hour book, and I'm like thirty eight hours into it. And I get a call from a number I don't recognize, and I answer it. And I'm like, this is Moth. And the guy's like, hey, Patriot. <laughs> oh. <laughs> and I was like, yeah, and I, I was just like, oh, oh, no. Because I know exactly who, which customer this is now. And, like, here's the thing. I have, to be, I have to be super cordial and super nice to all my customers because, like, our sales are entirely based on how well I do. So, you know, like, you want more equipment so you can justify your job so you can, you know, so you don't get fired or laid off because there's not enough equipment for how many workers there are. So, yeah, workplace security. Yeah, work job security. That's all it is. Like, you know, I like a lot of my cohort or I like a lot of my customers. One of my customers tells me about like all the time she tries like different drugs. She's like, Yeah, I'm just glad <laughs> I made it into work today because I'm still a little bit hungover. I'm like, You really shouldn't be telling me this. <laughs> um, and by hungover, I don't mean she drinks. She hasn't had like a drink of alcohol that wasn't absinthe is probably 20 years. <laughs> um, <laughs> but he calls me, he's like, Hey, Patriot. I'm like, Hey, man. Frick. So I want to know if you're coming over to the uh, Capitol this uh, this Sunday. <laughs> almost, almost, almost. Like, like the story is going to get a little bit political, but it's this guy is such fringe politics that you like. It, it, it it's oh, super man. fringe. Okay, just just when trust you me. say patriot and fringe, is this is this dude like cute? Is this yes, dude yes. <laughs> so love to see it. He, so he calls me and he's like, hey, so I want to let you know I got an AK-47. I was like, oh, cool. <laughs> you know, because the AK-47, like, is probably my favorite just all-around gun. Cause it, yeah, it, it's, it's, it's cool. It's the best utility gun. I mean, technically, if we want to get into gun talk, the AR is the best utility gun. But, it, it, like, the AK is just a good gun and I like it. If you give me a preference, I'll take the AK over the AR. And that's just personal preference. And he's like, yeah, you know, it's a piece of shit, but uh, you can't get ammo for anything else in the world. And I'm like, this dude knows the AK-47 is my favorite utility gun. Like, he knows. <laughs> and he's like, yeah, well, you know, we can't get ammo for anything else thanks to Biden getting elected. I'm just like, oh, all right. I don't have the energy for this. Like, I really don't have the energy for this. And I'm like, yeah, you know, it's nice. It's the only gun where you can get ammo for less than, like, 20 cents a round. And I shoot a P90 that shoots, like, 5.7. So I'm paying, like, 60 cents a bullet right now. Jeez. It's disgusting. And those are 50-round magazines. So it's, like, you have to take out a second mortgage on your house to go shooting. So he's like, yeah, well, you know, uh, you can get ammo here. You get out. This guy said he has 40,000 rounds in stock. And, you know, like, I just got a ton of bullets. He's like, and I'm like, well, okay, did you get... Is that gun a sentry arms? Because Americans can't make AK-47s right now. Like, until Palmetto State uh, redid their manufacturing process, we haven't been able to make good AKs. He's like, man, it's an AK. Don't, don't try to get smart with AKs. I'm like, <laughs> I, all right, cool. You know, this is a gun I actually know. Um, don't buy American. By the way, just for our users who are shopping, never buy an American AK unless it's a Gen 3 Palmetto State. Like, just get an import. Get a Russian import, pay the $1,200, get that. <laughs> um, I like how this dude in this story was like, yeah, I got sushi. And you're like, where'd you get it from? He's like, don't worry about it. It's Walmart sushi. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, it's, I'm like, I'm like worried for this man's life. Um, 
But uh, he's talking to me, and I, you know, I just I thought he wanted to talk guns, and I'd be away from it. And all of a sudden, he's like, "So, uh, you know, you and your wife, you got a bug out plan?" Jesus. <laughs> oh, You're already in Alaska. <laughs> like my bug out plan is just to drive to Soldatna, dude. Like, don't worry about it. He's like, yeah, you know, uh, when the power goes out, when Biden takes the stand well, to become president, I was like, <laughs> okay. <laughs> Bear in mind that, when, like, almost, when Biden like launches the nukes at all the uh, red states, then uh, like, like bear in mind, out. almost two years ago when we started this podcast, I, I made these two promise that we would not talk politics, <laughs> and I still stand because, like, you know, I, I don't want to be a political podcast, but this dude is. This dude is so far like the reason I'm even telling the story is because I used to be a conspiracy theorist, but like I was always, you know, Hey, the Mothman did nine 11. Like I was always like the, the conspiracies that nobody actually believes <laughs> and people like this guy have made it no longer fun to be a conspiracy theorist. <laughs> conspiracy theory community well, is dead because of yeah, like, actual like, conspiracy theorists. Yeah, like World Weekly News, those kind of things where you can just laugh about it. Like, hey, you know, you know, there's some conspiracies that you can go back and forth on forever. Like, you know, is the Mothman real? What actually happened at Point Pleasant? You know, like, have we seen alien sightings? Like, the harmless, the, the boomer conspiracies. I feel like you're funny. confusing conspiracy theories with, like, um, tall tales. Uh, I, no, 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 no. They're, the P- Point Pleasant is, like, a really interesting thing to look into. So uh, is Skinwalker like, Ranch. There, there's there's so much shit going on with like the actual Mothman like conspiracy that's like don't get me wrong it's all bullshit not all of it not all of it I personally I'm about think to that choke, Mike. <laughs> I, I, I personally think that it was uh, uh, the government testing the effects of psychedelics in the water system uh, in the town uh, see there you go and that's that's a conspiracy theory regarding and those are fun but like QAnon and 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 Facebook boomer memes have actually made being cons- like. If I said I was a conspiracy theorist like 10, 15 years ago, I would get like an eye roll and be like, no, 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 trust me, dude. Like weird stuff's been happening at Skinwalker Ranch. Like, you know, and and we could talk about those things. But now it's like, yeah, I'm a conspiracy theorist and I get lumped in with QAnon. (laughs) Well, I mean, all this like, I don't think you are. I think of Flat Earth and shit first. Um, Yeah, like. Flat Earth is a a joke. Conspiracy. To some people. Conspiracy theorist is someone that's. Like crazy, you're more of like a conspiracy enthusiast. Yeah, Even if you believe it, like you're more interested in it than you are like actually believe that uh, lizards did nine eleven. Yeah, and, and it's you know the Mothman didn't do nine eleven. I love the Photoshop picture there, but it's just fun <laughs> stuff. Um, actually, it's the Flat Earth Society frog. That was uh, that was actually an entire forum that was basically like a debate anything forum. And these guys, like, basically started a semi, like, cult of personalities where they're like, what if the Earth was flat? And it devolved into a bunch of, like, arguments back and forth where, like, they had to defend their point because obviously the world, the Earth is yeah, round. Yeah, I'm, I'm sure there's been, like, obviously a ton of ironic stuff and, like, uh, you know, people who don't actually believe it. But there's actually a ton of people who really do think the Earth is flat. Well, the, the people who started it were doing it ironically. Yeah, like, and that's it, fine. It, it, but... It's an unfortunate snowball, but, like, yeah, it started I mean. as an ironic meme. Sure. Um. Yeah, so this guy, he's like, do you got a plan for when, when Biden gets sworn in, the electrical grid goes off? <laughs> oh, by the way, speaking of conspiracies, um, the the one about the whole, like, black... Oh, man, I got to be very careful here because I don't want to talk politics. But <laughs> the, the one where people were like, yeah, it was Black Lives Matter that stormed the Capitol. You know, those oh, were a bunch yeah, of, like, yeah, those yeah. were a bunch of sleeper agents. The only reason I could believe that is because <laughs> I had no idea this protest was going to happen. 
and I'm friends with a lot of these people. Like the fact that I had no idea that this was going to happen and I associate with these people is the only reason I'm willing to believe that this was like an FBI psyop. Well, I mean, the whole the whole reason it happened is because that day Trump, like a few blocks over, held a rally and he ended the rally by saying, and we're going to walk all the way down there and I'm going to be with you oh, no. and we're going to tell them what we think. And then everyone there did that. Oh, no. <laughs> I didn't I didn't actually like like I said, I, I had no idea how this happened. So, like, that's the only reason I'm willing to believe that was an FBI psyop. <laughs> and, and I and I know you didn't look into it, Moth, but there's some funny shit in that. There was a yeah. dude who tased his own balls. Oh to gosh, death. and gave himself a seizure because he was trying to loot and steal from the Capitol. He died from tasing his own balls. <laughs> that's real. That's a real thing that actually happened. I, I think I think my favorite uh, memes that came out of this. Uh, it, it, as long as we don't talk about the politics of these people, I think we're okay. As long as we just talk about the stuff we found humorous. Yeah, I think that's we're all right. fine. That's fine. Um, <laughs> I think the one that my favorite is like somebody edited the Wikipedia article for terrorism and they used the photo of the old woman who has no idea why she's there just holding <laughs> the flag and smiling at the camera. <laughs> you know what photo Mike? I'm talking about, right, Mike? Yeah, I think so. Uh, uh, I probably. It, it's that like really old lady. She's like got her mask pulled down and she's like smiling for the camera with this like handheld American flag and she's like, I'm in the Capitol. <laughs> <laughs> and they made I, that the image for domestic terrorism. My personal favorite is the 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 when they edited the Animaniacs opening. Uh, it's where it's like uh, they did the anime uh, Animaniacs jingle where it's at the end like uh, we're absolutely zany and then it goes to the clip of the chick who said they pushed me down and maced me <laughs> and it, it lights up perfectly with the beat. It's so fucking funny. Also, also, I just. I I know this might be a slightly obscure idea, but I'm going to straight up say it. Like I can appreciate somebody without agreeing with them. And I got to say like (laughs) that QAnon shaman is a gorgeous (laughs) human being. Like he is a beautiful specimen who clearly works out and takes care of his body. And all the photos of him just doing stuff. Is some of the most beautiful meme culture I've it's seen in years. Like all the Fallout New Vegas memes with him. Oh God! <laughs> I am an actual bisexual uh, person, uh, and I, 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 no, like, <laughs> he's he's just an. A, a, I, I can't like. There's nothing about, and I'm just talking about aesthetically. Okay. Like, and I like the rugged look. Like I'm I'm from the South. I'm surrounded by rugged men. <laughs> my, one of my former crushes was just like a fucking lumberjack. fat lumberjack looking dude. Uh, but like this dude, he just looks he looks like Daddy's money wanted to do a wanted to do a, a fucking uh, a cabin building exercise. I I will <laughs> say though, I, my absolute like just this made me so happy because I enjoy watching meltdowns like. Uh, watching the 2016 election results was phenomenal. Watching the 2020 election results was phenomenal. And then when the results flipped after the third and watching the other side have a meltdown, mm, watching, <laughs> getting to see two separate political parties having a psychological meltdown within 48 hours was just, oh, that was orgasmic for me. Dude, dude, it, it, it's still going. There, there are people... There are fucking people that are analyzing, you know, doing air quotes, analyzing like the 
the Trump speech where he's telling people to go home and that he loves them. Oh, and they're <laughs> and saying it's a deep fake? Yes. And they oh, think he yeah, was yeah, replaced yeah. with a fucking clone. <laughs> oh. I love it. This is how ba- the cope is re- reaching overdose levels. Oh, no. Oh my gosh, there's something I was going to say, and now I forgot, because I was talking about, like, the fact that I enjoy, like, oh, oh, no, no, here's what it is. So, those QAnon shamans and whatnot really set off uh, a lot of my pagan friends on Facebook. (laughs) Uh, Well, there's the Q shaman. Yeah. Yeah, I know what you're saying. He he has pagan tattoos. Yeah, here's the thing. I have people on my Facebook that actively, like, straw man argument Christianity every day of the week. Like, they actively, like... (laughs) Oh, yeah, well, uh, unlike you Christians, I won't sell my daughter into slavery. I'm like, okay, so we're going to talk Old Testament <laughs> stuff, and you're going to become an anti-Semite real fast, buddy. <laughs> like, I have people who actively misquote the Bible and crap on Christianity. Like, every like I can't log into my Facebook without one of these, like, uh, I don't, I'm not sure what the term like for, Reddit like... Like, Reddit atheism shit? No, no, it's Odinists, because they believe in Norse... Because, oh. like, I know my buddies who <laughs> believe paganists. in... Paganists. They're, they're pagans. Well, no, because my buddies who are Greek believers are called Hellenists. I'm trying to remember the actual, like, term... The, 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 general, the general term for, like, the people, like, just that are, like, non-denominational, but, like, have, like, kind of vagueish beliefs from, like, that part of the world is, is, is pagan. Yeah, well, regardless, I got these guys who crap on Christianity all the day for like, you know, they'll use the Westboro Baptist Church as a reason, like, why churches should no, lo- like, should no longer be tax immune and stuff like that. And uh, I, I just, this this Q, this Q shaman shows up and all these, like, dudes marching the Capitol, some of which are buff as hell, show up and they're just screaming at the top of their lungs, this isn't paganism, we're a peaceful people. <laughs> and I'm like, hey there, the other shoe fell. <laughs> well, I mean that that that's actually like fair. Like white nas, uh, well, white nationalists unironically have co-opted pagan imagery to like, like actually further their goals. See, like, and Q shaman is an example. Listen, listen. I, I see. I, I see it the other way. Quite a bit about this. Like all, like growing up, all the white supremacists I knew were pagans, and then like yeah, all of a sudden, larpers are... co-opted it. So it's the other way around. You guys are stealing. No, 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 no. It, white it, supremacy the, culture. It, it is not the other way around. Blood and soil is a concept that it, that comes from uh, like old paganism, and it was completely adopted by neo-Nazis. I don't know shit about uh, this, too, man. Too mean this is a bit fucking... too far in uh, the, the rabbit hole for me. No, no. Hey, uh, I will debate religious rabbit holes for days. I mean, debate it all you want. I just don't have much to say about it. I am a cringy Reddit atheist, so... Yeah, so it's just... It, to me, like, my, my absolute... Fi- like, just the fact that these guys are like... The, the white supremacists are making us look bad. I'm like, dude, everything you post every day on Facebook makes you look bad. <laughs> like, like this dude actually made you guys look kind of cool because he's the first buff LARPer I've seen in years. <laughs> I I don't think... I, don't, I really don't think the Nazi is making pagans look cool, dude. No, just buff <laughs> people make you look cool. Like, I can't tell you, every LARPer I know would, like is, like, one step away from a gastric bypass. And maybe that's just Alaska, but, like... (laughs) Moth over here, like, the golden one. YouTube.com slash the golden one. Yeah, that guy's got the good ideas. (laughs) No, here's the problem. Like, I I know who he is. And here's the thing. I actually really like the dedication because he talks about the fact that his body fat percentage is a little bit higher because he he tries to, like, maintain a perfect balance at his T-levels. And his fashion line is gorgeous. But then, like, I was following this guy on Twitter passively because I like bodybuilders. I'll follow bodybuilders. (laughs) 
And he's just like, yeah, I'm, I'm moving to Gab. Uh, you know, it's not safe for me here anymore. And I'm like, all right, I'm done. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there you go. Like, that's the thing, I right? Just, you can find, like, uh, that's happened before where I find, like, kind of someone, like, I, who I kind of enjoy the content of or something. And then, like, I'll take one look at, like, uh, their personal account or something. And it's like... Yeah, there are lots of artists who uh, make uh, uh, do the horny real good that I like. Who just, anytime they talk about anything else, I'm like... God, like Krekov, Krekov's a good example of that. Uh, love Krekov, but such a dumb dumb. <laughs> well, it's you know I I've tried very hard for our fans uh, to keep my Twitter apolitical. <laughs> I have, Which is why no one follows you. <laughs> I, I, don't, I don't like talk, like. Here's the thing: I have a musician that I recently, like probably about two months ago, got really into, which was Kawhi Sprite, the guy doing uh, Friday Night Funkin'. Right. Yeah. And oh. he made. Uh, during the, I won't say what he said because I don't want to analyze politics. But during the Capitol riot that happened, mm. he made some very straw man, inflammatory, high violent statements. Actually, mm. like, "Hey, I want to see these people lynched up and murdered." Which, Woof. as a pacifist, that scares me. Like, I don't. As a pacifist, I hate calls for violence. And then when everyone's like, "So hey, let's kill that guy," <laughs> hey, dude, could you calm down? Like, you're harsh in my vibe. He just started screaming Soldier Boy lyrics the entire time. Like <laughs> this is like that copy pasta of like uh, I met him at like I met this guy at like a supermarket and he would just kept like like uh, negging like the, the bartender or whatever bartender. Yeah, the, Friday the, Night the Funkin' Dude is like legitimately probably a little unhinged. All uh, three of them are. Yeah, there's a couple. But, like, of, they're, like, the, the they're the, the good unhinged. Kind of the music and stuff. There, there was one. There was one of the Friday Night Funkin' people. I don't know which one. I think it was the lead dev. Who was like saying, "Oh man, I'm gonna, I'm gonna release. Uh, I'm not gonna use the slur. I'm gonna release a game about trans people where you just kill them, where you just fucking kill them all day." Wasn't long. that like a year but, ago um, before Friday Night Funkin' even came out? Yeah, though? it was a while back. Yeah, but like it, they still fucking said it. <laughs> but they also followed it up with, "And on the same day, I'm gonna release a a tender game about the trans experience, and it's gonna blow people's minds. It's like, no, you're just gonna be fucking weird. <laughs> Stop. Well, it's, I, I, this is, I think my biggest fear, uh, and and I, I I will say I have incorrectly placed my fears of cancel culture on you, Mike. I'm sorry. Uh, I think a biggest fear I have is if you look at Tom Fulp, if you ask any new ground creator, like Tom Fulp is the most wholesome, like. You know, I, I like there. There are literal podcasts where anytime Tom Fulp comes up, you will hear the expression like "give you the shirt off his back." Mm-hmm. And yet, one of Tom Fulp's first submissions to his own site in 1999 happened right after the Columbine shooting called <laughs> yeah. "People Saves the School." And it's it's this belief that like people, honestly, people can change in a year. And Maybe. so, like, you know, it's it's that thing like if. If uh, not Kawhi Sprite, but what is is it Phantom Arcade? Is that the guy's name? I don't know. I don't remember. Um, I, like, I, I saw. Here's the deal. Here's the deal, Moff. I just want to be very clear. I saw a tweet that was that post and like three others, and I said to that tweet, "You know, this person is just being edgy for edgy yeah, sake, exactly. and it's it's cringy, but it's not like it's not worth a call out post. It's just like okay, it's worth a like, dude, what the fuck are you doing? Not so much a cancel this person on on twitter.com or yeah. uh but like yeah people can change it's it's not about it's not about like 
the bad th- things people have done in the past. It's about like, are they still a piece of shit now? Well, it was it was all those people that actively still try to cancel Vivzy. Like, if, if we're gonna jump to the other side, of the that's spectrum, a whole different thing, though. That's well, a, like, yeah. let, let's look at Vivzy, okay? Like, no, that's, that, that at, was the thing. And don't get me wrong, but it's a very different thing. But yeah, well, it's like she's what twenty six, maybe twenty seven. She's very, very young, uh, especially for the position she's in. She's very young. She created something that isn't like even Rick and Morty now feels kind of trite and very um what's the term for it? Very produced. Like sure. Hell of a Boss, yeah. uh has been hotel, does not feel produced. It feels like a passion of love. The characters are unique. Here's the thing. They fired a very, very good voice actor because he was being a sex pest. Like based. Vizzy has her ship on like, the Stolis voice actor. I hate the new Stolis voice actor. But like the previous one couldn't stop being a sex pest, so they got rid of him. That like, seems fair. <laughs> yeah, well, you know, I'm just saying, like, you yeah, know, know. she she actively monitors things, like, she has trans representation that isn't, yeah. oh, suicide. She <laughs> has positive LGBT representation. She talks about dealing with divorced parents. She tries to paint things in a good light. She tries to take things at a humorous route. Like, she tries to do a little bit, she does it a lot, and even though she's got an animator who just wants to fuck werewolves and won't stop putting werewolves in her stuff... Um, Wait, is that what that's about? Yeah, uh, Ashley, <laughs> one of her one of her animators, like just wants to get raw dog by like five werewolves at once. I respect it. I, I mean, sure, yeah, but like <laughs> you know, and and then a lot of people are like, well, she was a pedophile. She drew a comic where like a twenty year old dude was interested in a seventeen year old girl. Yeah, dumb. Did you know that she was still a minor when she drew that comic? Listen, uh, like, ch- people on Twitter are dumb. It's not, they're not yeah, always justified. Like, Most of the time they're uh, not. <laughs> or like, some people are saying she's into bestiality. And I'm like, where did this come from? Uh, don't, don't worry. People, listen. Uh, uh, Twitter dumb. <laughs> yeah, Twitter, Twitter. No one's, no one's super, arguing like, that Twitter sucks and that everyone on it's bad. I think one of my There's an entire, like, community on Twitter in its left and right of people who will just, like, call you out for just not having their same politics. Pretty much. Like, and I don't mean like... Do you realize how like, much of that you retweet, just so you know? <laughs> wait, no, wait. No, no, I don't know. I, I don't know. I'm not... I'm, I'm dumb. Like, it, it's 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 people who are like... Not, not the same politics isn't the right answer. The, 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 the right, right words. What I mean to say is they will... They'll call you out for not being as virtuous as they are. Yeah. Uh... And it, it exists, like, if you're on the left, you see a lot of it from the right, and if you're on the right, you see a lot of it from the left. Yeah, well, it's, it's and you know what, I curated, I curated my Twitter so well, <laughs> that I didn't even know the Capitol riots were happening until, like, two hours later. Like, I was so proud of my Twitter, because I didn't even know the riots were going on. I was like, oh my gosh, this is beautiful. <laughs> I was so proud of my community. You uh, want to hear something really weird? What? I got a follower from you recently. Wait, what? Which one? Yep. I uh, I don't remember their name. It was I I have almost 300 followers. I I I don't remember each one, but it was about a week ago. It, the only the only thing that we had in common was that he followed you already. Uh it was very weird. I just, I, I don't know. But uh, one of the things I was going to tell you is uh, one of my content creators, one of my favorite content creators, Technical Dave, he, he was talking the other day. And he's like, it's gotten to the point where I'm going back to Tumblr because they're not half as crazy as y'all fuckers on yes, Twitter. That's true, dude. Tumblr's <laughs> chilled out after the porn thing. <laughs> yeah, it's almost as if porn makes people crazy. Okay, wait, wait, wait. <laughs> <Listen>. <laughs> 
I I jerk off uh, more. Actually, I don't jerk off that often. <laughs> I jerk off like once every few days because I have a low libido. But oh. I do Here's jerk the thing. off an Mike, vibe. Mike, work out. If you just start working out more, if you start running, you're going to get your testosterone back like your 15-year-old high school boy. You're going to be able to hump a hole through drywall. My my testosterone levels are actually good. <laughs> then you should be able to like you should be popping boners every day. Like I work out like three. It's hard to say how many days a week I work out in my schedule, but like I, I do a three four schedule. So like I, I work out three days, I take a day off, and like it, it, during that time I do at least two days of cardio in those four days. And it's just it's gone to the point where like I can't even like walk around in public unless I'm wearing like the loosest cargo pants because I'm just always hard all the time. Now. Like <laughs> it seems like a it problem. Seriously, it seriously feels like freshman year of high school. Like it's just I can't walk through doorways unless like I'm going straight through. I can't walk sideways anymore. It's just. It, it sounds to me like you're just drinking too much pre-workout, dude. It's not even pre. Okay, so here's the thing: you you take some zinc. And they say the lethal dose, like you shouldn't take more than like 20 milligrams of zinc a day. Disregard that. 200 milligrams of zinc a day. Okay. <laughs> Get phenomenal loads. Like you'll be shooting four ounce loads. You'll be like, you're, you'll be your favorite hentai protagonist. Okay. Like, I sure, you're going to start getting, you're going to start getting headaches and you're going to start feeling sick. And honestly, you're going to start throwing <laughs> up a lot and there's going to be blood eventually, but that should not be why you should stop. Like, you should stop you're because just, you're going to die if you keep taking it. <laughs> No, no, it's fine. Like, trust me, death <laughs> is nothing in the face of glory. Can you guys believe this is an anime podcast? Yeah, right? <laughs> this week, uh, we're talking about a show that Mike wanted to try. Uh, not try, <laughs> he, he likes it a lot already. But, um. Well, if we jump straight into Katana Gatari, which is the, the, the thing we want to talk about, this is going to last 30 minutes. Because this is the first episode. We can always, uh, we can always you know, we're, we're fine. Okay, okay. We'll be okay. Uh, look, I, I do need to finish that story that we started 20 minutes ago, though. <laughs> we'll get back to it. No, go, go, go ahead. Here, okay, here. so so he's calling me and he's talking to me. And, and, like, I'm just trying to... I swear I'm just trying to get home. And this dude is like, yeah, you know, uh, the Dominion voting machines. And I was like, oh, no, no, no. <laughs> you know what's funny about the Divi- Dominion voting machines? Please. Uh, most of the Dominion voting machines uh, that, that were used in the election... Uh, had Trump winning in 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 that like like the uh, 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 area, <laughs> so like most of the Dominion machines went to Trump. So what are you guys talking about? It's the same thing. Know. It was the same thing in 2016 where they didn't run the screen calibrations, and they're like, "Look, no matter what I press, it won't activate unless I go for Hillary." And it was like the guy was using a machine that hadn't been calibrated yet. Oh, <laughs> and so. <laughs> Here's the the only thing that was really, truly, honest to God, sketchy, and I still don't know if I trust the explanation that was given because it was so weird, and we saw it happen again like a month later, was when they stopped counting votes at 4 a.m. And and whether that's sketchy or not, that's just a, that's a terrible way to handle an election. Like, pull an all-nighter and don't stop counting votes or else you get a bump that gives crazy conspiracy theorists something to talk about. <laughs> I don't remember that happening, uh, but I didn't, well, no, I didn't the, keep the, like religious track of it though, so I don't know. Most of those bumps were due to the fact that they count mail in ballots. ballots late. Yeah, and mo- because Trump literally told people don't mail in your ballots, like like all the mail in ba- ballots ended up being for Biden. Biden. Here's the thing, by the way, if you want to commit voter fraud, uh, this is I, I will tell you the you the only honest to god way you can commit voter fraud is you can vote twice, and you get a mail in ballot mailed to you. And you fill it out and you drop it off at the post office 
And then you, you do it in such a way, like you do it like two days before the election or something. And then you go and you go vote. And you, you I, might I, be able to vote twice. Bada bing, done. Just actually, don't do like the the way they count that is that they'll they'll get both of the ballots, but the one that is postmarked like sooner, uh, the first time they the, the first thing they receive, that's the one they'll count, and the other one gets thrown away. Okay, well there you go. Like it it is actually really like, and and I get that every state does voting differently. Like Pennsylvania is an absolute cesspit for handling elections. And, you know, Alaska, we're pretty chill. Like. We we jump on our moves. Yeah, you guys are real cold. We head to the post office. You know, we got fifty people standing in line for the entire population of Anchorage, and like you know, I you know we're we're not like some huge place that's going to deal with like not even voter fraud, but just like mishandling of voter ballots. Like, I get every every state does it differently, but like, please do not give the crazy people like ammunition. (laughs) Like, I, that, think, I think no matter I what happens, the crazy people are going to find ammunition. So well, these these days, like I I completely agree because it's it's not it. A while back, I was driving to work. Like it, this would have been probably about two or three months ago, and there was a QAnon rally happening in the middle of town. I didn't actually believe it was real until like two weeks ago. <laughs> I didn't and, actually and, believe. Q, I thought it was honest to god a poll meme. No, no. Have you ever? No, that's real. No. no have you ever heard of like uh, save your children? Okay, uh, now let me let me let me let me clarify something here. Uh, so white supremacists stole that from Mormons. <laughs> uh, I was going to refer to the movement that's going around of people who are like uh, they're hiding QAnon shit by saying we got to save our children. But if you press them for anything, they'll say our children are being uh, kidnapped and put into deep underground military bases what? and harvested for their adrenochrome to keep the rich people for uh, uh, being immortal forever. No, they're they're outsourcing that to China <laughs> with the what is it? The Uyghur Mus- Muslims. Like, don't worry about it. <laughs> Uber Muslims. Oh, let's let's not let listen, listen, listen. Let's not talk about a genocide on the podcast. <laughs> Instead, let's talk about. The show yeah, we're going to talk about. So, like I said, the dude just would not stop for 20 minutes. Like, I'm driving home, and, like, I got to be nice to this guy because I fixed his his system. And he's just, <laughs> he's talking, he's like, so about those uh, Dominion voting machines, I'm like, yeah, it was kind of weird how a bunch of World of Warcraft accounts were pinging the Dominion machines. Like, <laughs> I was just kind of throwing, like, whatever conspiracy theory I had heard at him, just like, whatever. And he's like, yeah, my wife, you know, you know, I, I, I green card married her from uh, Columbia, right, or something. And I was like, yeah, you, you always talk about the fact that, you know, she really should put out more because you can get her sent, you know, deported with her green card. God, I hope, I hope, I hope that's a joke. I, I really don't know anymore. <laughs> um, and, and he's like, he's talking like nonstop. And it, it's, it was like the most painful soul crushing experience. Cause like I can live in a happy sphere and believe things are a meme and it happens on the left too. Like it, it, it is just like. I look at these things and I laugh and I think they're the funniest thing on the planet. And then I talk to these people and I'm like, oh, you actually believe this. Yeah. And a surprising number of them who even – a surprising number of them who even say they're joking actually believe it. And they just want you to think they're joking so they can keep saying it around you. Well, I told you what happened to me. Like I think it was literally last week where I just – I joined a Facebook group like absent-mindedly probably six months ago about transhumanism yeah oh that's a big that's yeah <laughs> yeah so so for me like transhumanism is great because i've wanted to be mega man since i was like five years old like 
So the idea of getting my body transported to like a RoboCop killer war machine sounds awesome to me. Like, you know, even as a pacifist, the idea of having an arm cannon just seems awesome. Um, so I, you know, I, I follow this. It's called like the Pan-European Transhumanist Society. Yeah, that's there. There you go. <laughs> like, the, Euro- the European part is when you know it's getting yeah, mixed. Yeah, exactly. Okay, but if it was like the, the, the Pan-South African Transhumanist Society, it'd probably just be reruns of Chappie. What's that? Yeah. Chappie uh, that, is the single European best is a movie big ever made. Circles. It's, uh, it's part of the LARP. It, yeah, okay. We've gotten very political this episode. Everything is a LARP now, Frog. I mean, no, uh, it's because it's literally not European is the thing. I, I, I'm tr- like, we're not, I don't think we're being super political because I think we're, I'm trying to actively make fun of the largest fringe groups possible. Like the, the furthest away, like so close, it might as well be at the other end of the horseshoe. That's who I'm trying to target here. The, the only, the only ones we haven't offended yet are the Illuminati who do suck a bunch of cocks. So I'm going <laughs> to strike that off the list now. Here's the thing as, as, as somebody who's actively tried to join the Freemasons, but my wife won't let me, uh, <laughs> Illuminati's real. It's just there. It's, it's, it's MasterCard. If you want to know what the Illuminati is, it's MasterCard. Like the credit card company. Yes. You know what? Sure. I, any every corporation is part of the Illuminati. Let's go with that. Yeah, no, uh, the, the banks, the international. Let's take banks down the, the corporations. There you go. Uh, you know, okay, okay. Let's not let, let's not look, let's not talk about the international <laughs> bankers. What what are you talking about? Like I'm just saying, like anybody who has a huge stockpile of money is probably the Illuminati. I just I just need you to understand that international banks is a dog whistle for oh Jewish. My, that is a thing. <laughs> Why is that a dog whistle? Because Mike, why is, why is that a dog whistle? Is a, okay, well, it, oh, let's get into that later. <laughs> I don't understand what is wrong with you people. Uh, it's not us. It's the fucking like far-right ethno-nationalist Nazi guys who literally want to make everything something bad because they hate everything that isn't white. So I can't now hate the corporations that have all the money no, 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 because please, please it's do. a dog whistle? Please, please keep hitting no, the corporations. You can hate the corporations... <laughs> But just be aware of the words you use. Like, if you say, I hate the international bankers, there are people who are going to hear that and they're going to say, this is my guy. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. I don't understand anymore. A lot of people don't. I just want to hate... Never mind. Internet... Well, I mean, what, what, what do you, when, you, when you hear international bankers, what do you think? Like, just like all the banks? I, I, I literally think the CEO of, like, Key Bank and, like, MasterCard. I don't know who that person is. I just think of like, um, a, like, a, like honestly, w- when you have that anonymous symbol where it's a dude in a suit with a black tie and his head is a question mark, like that's kind of what I think of when I say I hate like the international bankers. Is just like this soulless money printing machine. See, you have the right idea. You just the the words you use uh, just happen to have been co opted by bad people. <laughs> Pretty much. All right, I'm taking it back. <laughs> no, I'm taking. Really? I'm taking back international bankers. The only way you could take back international bankers is if you also if you said fuck Nazis after every single time you said it. Nope, I'm taking. I, I've decided. End of the podcast. I'm taking back uh, international <laughs> bankers and 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 porch monkeys. I'm taking those two words back. God. Can we say God, that on here? If, <laughs> it, we can this, because if, it's a line from Clerks too. If this wasn't a Katana Gatsuri episode, I, I would totally name it. We're taking back the international bankers. <laughs> Katana Gatsuri is taking back international. Taking bankers. back Canada. Gosh, what was I, I talking about? Oh, 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 yeah, pan European, uh, pan European transhumanist society. They, 
Ah, oh, it was, you know, the, for a while it was like, hey, here are the diets you can have to make sure you have the strongest um, mental health for when this happens. Like a lot of them were articles like theorizing when we would reach the point to transhumanism. And out of the blue, the uh, it wasn't a Facebook group, it was a page. The owner of the Facebook page just started posting articles like how to keep your daughter from becoming a mud shark. Oh, can we say that on the podcast? <laughs> Yeah, because it's a white woman. It's fine. I, I know, but... <laughs> it's like, I'm, I'm sitting here and I'm just like, I was browsing through Facebook in public and I see this pop up and I'm just like... And it's just a picture of 50 Cent smiling at a camera for the article picture. Uh, <laughs> and I was like, well, there's an unfollow. How much of this are we cutting just, <laughs> Like, how did these things happen? Mike Frog, tell me. Uh, well... Well, you see, uh, far-right people... You are like little like babies. They like to hide all their bullshit in little bombs. Let's let's not say far right people because there are actually <laughs> there there are genuinely good people no, on no, every side of the spectrum. Genuinely good people on both sides. Okay, let's no, say no, fringe. Far, far, no, 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 no. Let's say fringe. Moth, moth, there are no good like far right people. Like there, well, there's that, there's no good far left people. Mike. How many? Pe- okay, we're cutting most of this out. Okay, yeah, this- cool. <laughs> <laughs> I fucking hate you guys. All right, yeah, yeah. You know what, Mike? Let's let let's because we're about to get into a bad conversation. Let's just cut it after I said like the fifty cent mud shark thing. (laughs) Let's cut it like yeah. That that's that's where I should cut it. Yeah. Okay. All right. Good. So we'll cut it. Uh, Here's where you put a little speech where it's like Moth went into a huge conversation about using eugenics to check the length of somebody's nose to figure out if they're a good person, and then uh, (laughs) we'll keep going from there. <laughs> this was the eugenics portion of the podcast, and has since been cut due to racial insensitivity. Insensitivity. We should really not have a German on the podcast for that part. Uh, unfortunately, none of us sprach in the Deutsch. Uh, and, I do uh, fluently. Was lost on everybody. I do fluently, Mike. Uh, yeah, that's the joke. Okay, good. All right, so, uh, and we're back. So uh, now that we have ended our complete hatred for everything, uh, Mike, you have decided to co-op this year and talk about Katana Godfrey every other episode. <laughs> so, actually, it's not every other episode, but we'll get into that. Basically, I have scheduled this podcast for the entire upcoming year into next year. And one thing I want to start doing is I want to start doing uh, watch-alongs, you know, where we get together, we watch most of, if not an entire show, or maybe we end up dropping it, that might be fun if we watch something real bad, Uh, and uh, we talk about it on the show as we go through it with our audience and with ourselves. Um, And I wanted to start with uh, my favorite show that literally no one has watched. And uh, I I I am sorry about that. No, no, no. I can't blame you. I can't blame anyone. It's not available anywhere. <laughs> like, you you have to go and find it. Yeah, you... you uh, this is... Uh, I, I actually stand by piracy no matter what, but you absolutely have to pirate the show or get, like, a third resell from freaking eBay to get it. It's kind of crazy, The yeah. only... Okay, so, the show is Katana Gatari. Um, the only available English versions were done by NIS America, the people who do video Hentai games. Hentai games? Uh, and it was released in two parts, and each part was $250. <laughs> Holy crap. Let me let me just pull up eBay while you're talking, Mike. Like, go keep talking. I just, I'll it, pull it, up eBay. It, it kind of blows... And, and not only that, but, like, Funny bought the rights to most of their anime to start streaming it, because Diz just has a few random shows. And they didn't get Katana Gatari. Fuck them crap. so hard. 
Holy crap! Uh, the entire complete Blu-ray box set is five hundred bucks. Yeah, I, I just said so. Yeah, that's nuts. It's uh, two hundred and thirty-four dollars per uh, volume. You're correct. And yeah, no, yeah. trust me. This is my favorite show. I've looked at those prices and thought about it a lot. <laughs> can we just, man? Can I just go on my hatred for Katana Gatry, or not Katana Gatry, Funimation? <clears throat> I mean, sure. It's, but, it's like the seventh time. No, but, but like the yeah. fact, the fact is that like. Any anybody who's now anti localization or anti yeah, oh, yeah, this say, again. Yeah, anti no anybody <laughs> who's anti localization they will point straight to Funimation like they will just they will just point their finger okay. at Funimation and this, this is why I'm anti localization <laughs> well, no, like, I'm I'm getting cancer as speaks. <laughs> like okay. I just recovered from COVID I'm getting cancer now <laughs> no, no, but like Kaguya Sama Love Is War season two. Uh, they make social distancing jokes in the sub when that wasn't okay, what well, happened that's, in the that's manga. A, that's, not, that's, that's just fucking with the script. It's not the same thing as localization. It's yeah. not synonymous. No, that is localization. No, it's not synonymous. It's 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 incidental. Okay. <laughs> yeah, like like that. The, they didn't change anything about the story. They just changed the dialogue that exists in a side scene. And it, it's sure it can be annoying for people. I understand if that's annoying, but it's not like a localization. It's just a they just changed it. That's a change. They they, we, they we, fucked. Yeah, up. we we. We aren't talking about like uh, changing like the those two gay sailors from Sailor Moon into cousins. <laughs> oh my gosh, that that made me so. Ha- oh, oh, my favorite. Actually, that wasn't the most atrocious, uh, like atrocious war crime <laughs> that was committed <laughs> for Sailor Moon. Uh, Sailor Moon. I have a friend who she loves Sailor Moon, like, but she only ever watched like the English dubs. And she was like, "Man, I thought it was a little bit weird that she was like 15 years old dating a 19 year old." And I just, I felt my heart sink a little in my chest. I'm like, you realize in the original version, she's 14 and he's an office worker, right? <laughs> like, yeah. those scenes where he's like, I have to get to college. And then it shows him working at a desk. <laughs> <laughs> like, you, you you understand that that this is, like, this was this was straight up, like, borderline hebebebophilia crap back in the day, right? Hubba Bubba Glock. Hubba Bubblegum. Yeah. A whole new kind of pedophilia. Fuck. It was it was bad. But yeah, so so keep going. Uh yeah, Katanagatari can't get a hold of it because Funimation sucks and should just disappear forever. It's not it's not even Funimation's fault. It's Niz it's 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 Nippon Ichi software's fault. For for buying anime and just being like no, five billion dollars. Nippon Echi. It's National Integration Systems. No, no, it's, it's no, Nippon no, it's Echi. Right. Yeah, <laughs> I, I literally know this. I play NIS games. <laughs> so, can I ask you uh, why anybody likes the Disgaea series? Because, like, I've never been able to play one of those games. Edna like, makes hours. you horny. How do those uh, games make you horny? There's like, there's nothing to like about the character. The characters. I don't know anything about the game. <laughs> No, no, no. I mean, there, there, there's good ones. Uh, everyone, ha- every single person who's into this guy has a different favorite one. I'm one of the rare people that loves the second one, which I couldn't even tell you why. It's probably because like the main female like love interest is an Ocho-sama, and she constantly goes oh, 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 and I don't know why. That's not even usually my thing, but I, I dig it. Uh, it, it might also be that there's like Power Rangers in it randomly, uh, but they aren't Power Rangers. They're like parodies of power rangers it's just is it's in the writing it's in the charm it's also for like fucking weird people big number goes up real high in that series oh yeah i'm not one of those people but like you can get your number real big <laughs> i'm yeah, not one of them um, but i do get a big number. I, I will say mad rat dead is phenomenal though 
What? What? Uh, I don't. I don't know what that is. Mad, Mad Rat Dead. Uh, I don't know what that is either. It's 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 a rhythm platformer where you actually have to move with the beat. Uh, it sounds fun. Um, like it has one of the best soundtracks in a game that's come out since like Undertale. Cool. Anyway, uh, Katana Gatari is is not on Funimation. Moth just wanted to have a detour. But Funimation. What you know. Katana Gatari is is an incredibly interesting series. Uh, written by the same guy as the uh, Bakemonogatari series. Um, yeah. You know, I, with- if if I hadn't known better, like, and I still am not convinced, I'm almost positive Studio Clamp had their hands in this. Uh, I'm pretty no, sure this, this is was, like, uh, actually a Kickstarter this- project. It, it, neither of those are true. Oh, right. It came out in 2000. 2000- uh, by the way, you realize that you put this in the anime of the decade, and it came out in 2007, right? No, it came out in 2012. No, I'm looking at the release date. Oh, the light novels. Damn it. <laughs> yeah, dumb, Got dumb and technically, I, li- I literally, it's my favorite anime. I know the exact year it came out. Really? Because it was January 25th, 2010. <laughs> was it 2010? Out of what? 2012. Get right. Anyway, does, literally does not matter. <laughs> <laughs> I know my favorite series. Regardless. Is it? <laughs> what? I'm just making fun of you. Don't worry. Oh, fuck you. Yep. Uh, this this show's really interesting. It was uh it was released in a very interesting format, uh similar to the light novel, where each episode was released once a month, every month in the year uh it came out. Uh because each episode takes place in that month. Uh so like there there's people who argue that the the intended way to view it is by month. And I was like, hey, I wanna start like doing this watch along thing. It's the literally the start of the year. I'm making a schedule so that these monkeys will do what I tell them to. Okay, we do uh, what you tell us to do, whether we like it or not, because otherwise you have mental problems. Uh, you are my mental problems. You're literally <laughs> the brainworms that feast on my both of you. You're both eating my brain at all times. You're the reason I'm dying young. It's not because I like cheeseburgers. It's because I I have to talk to you too. <laughs> it, it's killing me inside. Uh, but yeah, I made I made this this huge thing and uh, I posted it on Twitter. Uh, though the dates have now changed because of the delays for anime of the year. Uh, sorry about that, guys. Uh, but regardless, uh, it didn't get delayed too much, so I don't actually have to change any of the actual recording episodes. So right now we are going to talk about Katanagatari episode one, uh, the uh, January episode. I forget the name of it because I, I'm not good with Japanese names, but each episode is named after the sword in that episode. Sort of. Okay. Uh, which we'll get to eventually. Uh, and yeah, I, I just want to know, um, so what did you guys think? I seriously thought this was a clamp anime, if I'm being honest with you. Like, I I, don't, those I, character designs, the fact that the girl is completely useless and just What does that clumsy, mean, clamp? Like, I mean, I know it's like well, the studio, like, but... Well, no, it's it's the, he's it's just that, talking about the character designs. Oh, okay. yeah, like every, everything, like tall, lanky character. I like the character designs. I think they're character. interesting. They, no, they got a cool I, little minimalistic style to them. I I don't. I'm not saying it was bad. I'm oh, saying that everything screamed clamp. Okay. Uh, as someone who is like a, a like a medium level clamp fan, you're absolutely crazy. You're bonkers. Like like this is nothing. Clamp does melodrama and like. Like like really bad romance and like stuff for like little kids. This is very much not that. It, it I don't even think the art is clamp like. Like they just it really like you is could, though. You could 
you could argue that maybe the, you you could argue and you would still be wrong that the proportions are kind of clamp like, but they 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 really aren't like clamp. Clamp like have like stick limbs and shit. Meanwhile, Shichika is literally built like a brick shit house. Are clamp the dudes who uh, did Tsubasa? Am I crazy? Uh, yeah, that, uh, that's okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, no, but like, if you put XXX Holic right next to Katanagatri, the characters look exactly the same. That literally, we have Frog here who has recently watched Tsubasa, and he can tell you you're wrong. Uh, yeah, no, it doesn't look very really, very similar at all. I wouldn't say it's very different. I, 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 it's maybe it's been a while since you watched Clamp Show, but I watched Tsubasa. I, I'm literally watching XXX Holic with my wife. I don't know. I don't see a difference. I mean, I mean a similarity personally. I think this is. I think Tsubasa is more like, or at least clamp stuff in general. I guess at least the one I saw was way more. Um, it has like, I don't know how to describe it. It's like wonky. It's more. It's more feminine, more live, more. At least the like the, yeah. the main angular. character of Katanagatari actually looks like a clamp protagonist, and the main agree. girl looks like a clamp female protagonist. I don't agree there either. <laughs> Yeah, no, like, clamp protagonists look like women. And clamp protagonists clamp, like, look clamp like female and boring. <laughs> yes. Like, you, 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 you look at Shichika, who is the, and he gets even better, like, in the, in the next episode when, when he gets his, like, outfit for the show. Cause right in the first episode, he, he's he living have isolated. His sleeves, yeah. He's living isolated on this island, and he's literally just wearing beggar cl- clothes that he I makes like himself. I like his sleeves in the open, they look kinda cool. Oh yeah, Th- that's Dude. his outfit. Shichika's design is—it's just really fucking good. Like it's just solid, and and it's totally like uh, he, the reason he looks like that is because of his fighting style. Like he literally can't restrict himself, so he's like constantly just a shirtless hot guy. You know, and I, you know, I, I, a little bit of a spoiler here. The one thing I truly appreciated about that show is they talk the whole time about how they have a sword fighting technique that doesn't use swords. And then they the first character he fights is a shapeshifter. And the way they explain the main character's biggest weakness is not even using the main character. They have a guy shapeshift to become the exact like carbon copy of the main character, try to wield a sword, and the sword falls out of his hands. And he goes, yeah, yeah it's not that we don't have a sword fighting style. It's that we literally can't hold swords. Yeah, I... I That's pretty funny. I, it, it, it's, it is... That moment is, like, it's really great because then it immediately leads into him using his, like, his ultimate attack, which... He makes he up. Not only did he make it up, but he couldn't think of a name for it, so he just named it after himself. <laughs> uh, he, like... Uh, Shichika is literally the most himbo main character I've ever seen. And I don't even know if himbo is no, like... Krunk. No, Krunk. No, I mean... Krunk to Krunk this is day very, is the ultimate himbo. Krunk is very, like, 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 like uh, true good himbo. But, like, Shichika is someone who doesn't want to do anything. He's like, he's like, him, he's like chaotic, uh... True chaotic himbo, where he's just like, I don't want to do anything. Oh, what's that? You, you, wait, wait. You mean you mean to tell me that like you came to me knowing that my dad killed your fucking dad, and you're like, you want me to help you? All right, you're kind of cute, I guess. I mean, I don't know what you look like, which is uh, that's going to be a running gag in this sh- show. Shachika's never seen another human being except for his family, so he can't tell people apart. Mm-hmm. 
uh, it, which leads to like the the my the favorite joke in in this episode when uh, the shapeshifter takes the form of Togame and and he just runs up to her and Shichika just fucking yeet like turns around makes eye contact and yeets just fucking fucking punches him like kick is it punch or kick kicks it's, him it's really kick no, it's a kick yeah 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 kicks them so fucking hard that they vomit up the like the the one of the hidden blades hidden inside of them and and he's just like oh hey togami i didn't realize i didn't realize that was you <laughs> i fucking love that bit and then he's like what you, you didn't know it wasn't togami he's like you aren't togami it's like <laughs> so what'd you think oh, what'd you think of the whole thing um i like I like unique art styles. Yeah. I like good character designs. Yeah. Uh, I, I like irregular designs. Yeah. On an aesthetic standpoint, I really like the anime. I, I'm i very 50-50 on the main character. He's got a lot of what I like and a lot of what I don't like. I think he's pretty cool. I like the Hunter x Hunter feel I'm getting from it with the fights. I will say, though, I'm still not convinced I like this anime for, for two reasons. Um, I really don't like the strategist girl. I, I, don't, I don't like, like her, her at all. The fact that she's as clumsy as she is truly bothers me. Yeah, I didn't like um, that much. I, I, don't like her, I don't like her clumsy meme at all. And Maybe there is entirely her, too much talking. I was going to ask, Mike, does this series get better over time? Because <laughs> I didn't like this episode, uh, actually. No, I didn't either. The, there was it, it talked more than the Gilmore Girls. The wordiest episode is the second one. Okay. Um, so and... I have to walk through fire before I can enjoy this anime. <laughs> Uh, I, I, like, I think the first, like, the first three episodes are, I like them. I, I didn't, but, it's, it's not horrible, it's just like. Like, it's, it's setting up, like, a, a kind of, like, cause if you watch this episode, like, it's, it's very, girl needs someone to help her, like, get these, these magic swords, uh, and she needs someone who won't be corrupted by their, like, inherent, like, uh, they, they call them the, a poison, but it's basically like, you know, you have the power in your hand, you want to keep it because you're, yeah. you're, you're prideful. Um, so she gets someone who literally can't hold swords and literally, uh, refuses to do anything for money. Uh, <clears throat> and it's like, it's setting up like this very somewhat generic style show. Yeah. And it will, it starts playing with that as soon as episode three. Okay. And episode four is when it goes like, cause it's just setting up status quo right now. Yeah. Uh, the next episode is actually really cool. Uh, <clears throat> uh, which I will talk about it when we get to that episode. I, I, but that one focuses around a, a, a villain, villain who, uh, is only like the only method he has to attack is quick drawing. So like it's called zero sen where you just quickly draw your sword and slash someone. But that's the only way he can fight. Uh, but he can do it so quickly that if you enter his, like, uh, if you enter the room he's sitting in, you will just die. Uh, so it creates a, a puzzle boss fight. Like, that that's what a lot of these fights end up being. And that's why I, I really like the fights in the show. Mm-hmm. Um, because Shichika, uh, he, he's a swordsman who doesn't use swords. Like, that yeah. that's his whole thing. He, he is a sword. And in so doing, he has a ton, like, all, his entire, like, like fighting style is, res, re, like, revolves around defeating swordsmen and breaking their swords and, like, getting, g- getting that upper hand on them. And the interesting part of the show, it comes in when he literally 
can't like he he the show is about like a man this is like a man who is superman having to like be clark kent because if he's superman he 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 will like not be able to solve like the actual issue which is getting the swords for this girl um and it does things with this premise like there I can't wait for episode four because episode four is like the moment when the show plays its hand a little bit more. But even in this first episode, it does play its hand a little bit. Like uh, uh, whether or not, like for example, all the blushing. Togame is a strategist. That's that's her thing. She's a tactician. Yeah, she's just uh, strategic. Why is it? Why she calls herself? That's not a word. Be- literally, she made up her own title. Uh, I, yeah, I heard so that. that. I was like, wonder if that was a mistranslation or is that was part of the joke? I couldn't tell. Nope, that's part okay, of the good, joke. Good. Uh, she she combined strategist and, and uh, tactician. Uh, strat- uh, yeah, tactician. Um, like the 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 show is about her, like trying to fool everyone, including Shichika. Like every single time you see her blush in this first episode, where she's trying to get him to fall in love with her. There's, there. it comes into play later, uh, you don't know if that's real or not. Um, and even down to the, to the idea that she might be tricking herself into loving him. Um, it, this show goes places, really interesting Yeah, I places. imagine it does, but just like, I, I guess I, I'm, I'm fine with the setup, it's fine. It's a decent way to set up, this, you know, it's fine. The, the no, actually shot, the setup bored the ever-living Crap well, that's the me. thing. It's it's there's a lot of don't, tell don't show in this first episode, and I really don't like. Yeah, it. Yeah, and and tell don't show is the worst. Like this could have honestly taken some lessons. Like the first half of this episode of is God. is just exposition. And I really don't like uh, it. There is so the 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 show is very wordy, but that's because a lot of its jokes yeah are puns. Wordy is not like bad. I I I, just, I thought uh, about coming into this. Happen, I think I have. I thought about coming into this and sitting down and, and explaining to you guys every single pun that's in the show, <laughs> but then I thought, "Wow, that sounds awful." Yeah, that, like, that, like, that, it, like, here's the thing: if if I get my uh, room on the the rotation where we spend an entire year watching the anime that I recommend, I will not have you guys sit down and like watch an anime that I truly love that I think you both will hate. I'll try to find like a happy mix between the two. So, hey, like, if you're sitting here telling me, like, oh, yeah, I have to explain every joke to you, that's making me very nervous. No, I'm willing to believe the well, show. No, will, no, no, no. I, I, will, I will enjoy the show at a certain point. I just didn't like this part oh, much. Ab- absolutely. See, that, that's I, the thing about, like, I choose to believe like, that Mike is a good enough person that he did not give us something to torture us. <laughs> Katana got, like, there are puns in the show, but, like, 100%, you, like, because when I first watched Katana Gatari, I didn't know the puns, and I still enjoyed it. The, the translations um, did a pretty I, good job of that, actually, I think. Uh, I, like, there are so many more than you know, and it adds it adds a layer of enjoyment, but it, <clears> at <throat> no point does it distract from it. Like, if you don't recognize a pun, you aren't going to like a scene less. Yeah. Um, like, like it, it, it's it's fine. Like, if, if all the, like... I hate puns. I personally hate them. Like the fact that ja- J- Japanese people rely on them so much for their comedy kills me inside. Um, but yeah, I, I just, I, I really want you guys to know if you guys like are kind of like wo- lukewarm or maybe even a little cold in this episode. I agree with you. Okay. I okay. like this episode now, but when I first started watching the show, I watched this episode and I was like, man, I don't like this. And I didn't pick it back up for a full other year. Okay. <clears throat> That's fair enough. Like, I think this, I think this episode 
is good, and there are like there are hints for things that happen later on, but it it's it, it plays to the weaknesses of Katanagatri, yeah. which is how wordy it is. Um, and episode two is more wordy, but like it's it. It, it's a little more interesting. Like, there, there's a conversation in... There's a meta conversation in episode two that, like, made me laugh the first time I saw it. Um, but it's... It's it's the wordiest episode, but it's not bad. Yeah. I, I think. Especially, like, the actual conflict in the episode and how it's resolved... Yeah. ...is fucking Well, I don't awesome. think wordy is necessarily think, a bad thing. I think it's just, like, um... You know, like kaiju. It is wordy. It's more wordy than the damn Gilmore. Well, drugs. yeah, it's it's wordy. That's not a, that's not really the the part that I didn't like about it. You can you can have like conversations be long and and like drawn out without like making it kind of. Uh... Well, I think I th- I know what you're saying. Like, yeah. like uh, it, it's the difference between like Sword Art Online doing cafe scenes for the exposition every fucking episode, and like a show like actually doing something interesting with its exposition. Yeah. and like I think some of that like. Like for example, uh, whenever Togame is explaining the the twelve cursed blades, it actually Which goes and can, shows can, you each can one. We, yeah. Can we talk about that real quick? There's a couple can, of can we things. talk about can, can we talk about the fact that one of the blades is a gun? Yeah, I saw that too. That it is a repeater pistol. <laughs> it's not even a revolver. It's a straight up magazine fed pistol. Uh, actually, uh, it is a revolver, and it is two revolvers. <laughs> Okay. See, in the picture, it looked like a repeater pistol. Well, it was. It was. Uh, it, they, they. It's supposed to be like oh, like when it shows that one specifically, the line that goes on screen is like swords that you would never even think could exist. And it's like yeah, because it's a fucking gun. Yeah. But like, <clears throat> so like all the swords are completely different. Some of them, like you would, one of okay, one of the swords is a thousand swords. I saw that one was like three swords. I guess it's more than that. Yeah. Uh, there's also, uh, there's one that's a suit of armor. Huh. Yeah, I saw that. And I'm just like, you know, I, I think about the point where I saw the suit of armor, I'm like, okay, so these aren't actually swords. They're just like swords in, no, no. in, in spirit. <laughs> yeah. Most they're, they're, of them. They were made by a swordsmith, so they're, they're, they're swords. Yeah, basically. Like, like, uh, it, it. We'll go into it later, but it, it explains that uh, the um, uh, the maker Kiki he could literally see into the future and saw like and had got his ideas from the future. Like all of his all, all the cursed blades, like the the cursed blade in the first episode is the most normal cursed blade. Yeah, yeah, because it's uh, the unbreakable blade. Yeah, although it it can be broken. Uh, Shichika just wasn't prepared for how tough it was. <laughs> Uh, that's why I love Shichika so much. He's he's legitimately OP, and he Tagami's like put a fucking limiter on you. There's a moment later on in the series where he gets to go full power, and it's the most satisfying moment in the entire show. Uh, <clears throat> but yeah, like the 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 concept of what a what the swords can even do. There's one sword that makes you immortal if you're stabbed with it. Seems like, like a, you just not can't a great die. sword. <laughs> you know, I gotta say, uh, I think the better swords are the ones Naruto did. What did Naruto? I didn't. I never watched Naruto. So. They they had a sword that literally ate your chakra. It was a giant mouth. It was a vor sword. And then they had uh, a sword that broke very easily. But as you cut more things with it, it would use your blood to rebuild itself. Yeah, um, concepts like that exist with the curse blades. Like the the curse blades are all. There's one one of the fucking swords is invisible, and you just 
it, you, you can't see it, and it, it's it's lightweight. And, like, the person who uses it, like, the reason why I told you, um, there's a, there's a great action scene in the ending credits of the third episode, and you get to see that sword in action, and, like, the, the animation from that scene is great, and, like, yeah, it's in the next episode, but, like, I think it's a, I think it's a good teaser for, for what they can do with its action scenes. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, like, there's also, like, really cool conceptual episodes that come up. I... If, if, if you, like, if you're the viewer watching this and you're like, this episode is fine, uh, I don't know if I want to keep watching, that's kind of the good thing about the way I'm, the, we're doing this. We're only doing it one a month. Uh, yeah, no kidding. I'm going to watch our viewership by, like, the time we're in episode four be, like, ten viewers. It's going to be, like, my mom being like, I'm so proud of you for using your voice. Mom, I, I regret to inform you that our viewership is currently ten viewers. It's not necessarily true. It's definitely going to drop after we had this political discussion that was led by me in my hypocrisy <laughs> in the first 40 minutes. See, Fro- Frog and I, we're, we're comfortable just occasionally doing gallows jokes. You're over here talking about QAnon. <laughs> like, ah, I just... I, I'm still mad at them because they made being conspiracy theorists not fun. Again, I think you're using the term conspiracy theorist in a, in a light. No, that, they, 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 what's the term you guys have been using? They homogenized being conspiracy theorists? No, I, wait, I don't think I've ever what's, used that word in my life. Co-opted. They co-opted being conspiracy theorists. <laughs> anyway, guys, I, that's been Katana Gatari episode one. <laughs> I hope you join us next month. Actually, uh, for uh, the, the next episode. So we, we are going to do a seasonal episode, uh, but I did want to talk. I've, uh, what's really weird is isekais have a really bad name, and we're definitely going to talk about this during the, the, the seasonal anime. But right now, we have the two granddaddies of isekais, and they're both better than 99% of the garbage that gets come out. Like, even better than stuff like Shield Hero, which Shield Hero is very middle. I hate it. Like, we have, uh, we have, uh, so I reincarnated as a spider, which really set the MMO yeah. side of uh, isekais, where it's like, oh, you know, you're, you're given special talents, like, oh, you, it's, it's a great MMO. But, like, we have that one, um, the So I'm a Spider, So What, which has been phenomenal so far. And then we have the actual granddaddy of isekais. And as far as, like, lecherous garbage human being of a character goes, this man is so much more enjoyable than, like, the the fact that he's like, oh man, I got reincarnated in a new world. And then he realizes after like five or six years, like, hey, I actually have a new chance at life to not be this garbage 34-year-old neat that I was. That oh, seems like every wait, single isekai he... ever. Wait, hang on. Oh, wait, wait, no, 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 no. He, he's, are you talking about that one that, uh, God, what's it Is called? Is it like Musho Seshi or something? I don't know. The yeah, name's yeah. in Japanese, so like I can't translate it in my head. It's a, it's a mu, 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 or is something. It? But, uh, it's Mushoko tens, uh, Tensei. Tensei. It's yeah. jobless reincarnation. What, what's even better is the fact that the fears and problems he had when he was alive are still present as a child. Like, his father made him go outside, and the whole time he was holding on to his dad. Like, he was like, I don't, I'm scared to be outside because I died the one time I went out in four years. I'm actually, I'm, I'm in, okay, so. Moth is talking highly about an isekai, and usually that's a red flag. I wa- I've watched the first episode of this uh, so far, and I actually really liked it. I thought it was I thought it was a really interesting show. Yeah, um, it's surprisingly good right now. Like the the animation, it's fantastic. The, it actually uses the concept of being isekai and retaining your information really well. Plus, like his he- dad is himbo of the season. 
I kind of I kind of figured that was uh, high up on the tiers for why you enjoyed the show. His dad is such a himbo. It's amazing. Uh, yeah, I think I I think like it it has like a lot of the issues that most Isekai have, where the main character is just overpowered. But it actually does show you the viewer him honing that ability. Like yeah, he, he spent a whole year honing one ability. As as because uh, he's he's a thirty year old in the body of a literal baby, and and he actually has higher function because of that. Yeah, like by by the time he's one year old, he's already fucking juking and jiving. I'm just tired of overpowered protagonists, to be honest. It's I'm okay if if the show. No, he like, he's working for it. Like I, he does yeah. have an innate a magical ability, but he spent an entire year trying to master a single spell. I mean, the, sure. the first time he uses the spell, he passes out, and the spell falls on his lap, and it looks like he pissed himself. And his parents don't believe him, and he starts crying. Yeah. Uh, no, and then you would like, Frog, you would actually like, so I'm, I I got reincarnated as a spider, so what? Because she spends, like, ten years completely weak. Yeah, but is that ten years passed without a single episode? Uh, no, I, no, it, you spend, like, so far we're two episodes in, and she just figured out how to kill, like, lizards repeatedly. I, I'm sorry, I'm sorry, Moth, uh, I, 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 I just... I have to say the Japanese name for this one because I it just feels good to say. Uh, it's it's Komu Desuga Nanika. I I just I don't know why I just love saying that that name. I I don't know why I'm a fucking weeaboo. Like fucking throw me in the trash. Like something about uh, uh, Nanika sounds good to me. I don't know. Uh, other than that, I've been watching. Well, like uh, to to let you know though, Frog. Like just to emphasize the final <laughs> boss fight for her. In episode two, the hardest thing she's fought is, like, a standard corn snake. Yeah, sure. And she almost got murdered by a corn snake. I mean, didn't Slime take, like, a couple episodes to get rolling, too? And then he became, like, literally God in, like, a third, the third episode? He, no, here's the thing. Well, okay. even, even in the light novel, she never truly becomes godlike. Not compared to the rest of her friends who were actually born godlike. Okay, is this still a game world? Yes, this uh, was the first game world anime, or this was the first game world isekai. It did it first? No, it wasn't. No, it, it literally was not. That's not true. I doubt that. I don't like game worlds. Game I, worlds are lame. There, there's no doubt to it that just isn't true. Game worlds suck. Uh, you, you're just trying really hard to sell them on it. Look, look, frog. I'll try. I, it. We've talked about it, but I don't. I don't like. I absolutely despise when an I I don't mind isekais. But as soon as they're like, and here's a video game element, it's like, why? Why? I hate you, why? Yeah. Um, but I like it when the show around it is, is still, like, pretty good. Like, like Slime. Slime Isekai. I hate Slime Isekai. That show... I love Slime Isekai. Because, like, it's not about the character being overpowered. It's about him building a community. I hate it. Uh, <laughs> I don't like that one. Okay, well, fine. If we're not going to talk Isekai, can we talk about the next thing I'm excited about? Uh, I was going to talk uh, about Skate the Infinity, which is rad. Oh, we, we could do that on the seasonal yeah, episode. That is, watch that for the watch, seasonal, guys. Watch Skate the Infinity so that you guys can hear me talk Actually, about wait, wait, what I uh, used Kevin, to be. Kevin, uh, I, I talked about Skate the Infinity on Twitter a little bit, and uh, Kevin to Melissa did a video on it, a short, short video on it, just today, I believe. Go watch that. Okay, cool. That's it. I, yeah, uh, it's, it's Sumo. Um, I honestly think the best part of Skate the Infinity, though, is the fact that whoever wrote it or at least the animation team knows the body movements you have to make to do certain things yeah like the because director it, like, or absolutely whoever, like, wrote this is clearly passionate like, about skating well, well the the movement's a little bit rough on the ollie like i don't think they bring their front foot 
back enough on some of their ollies, but like they, the motion is there. Like it's all there. Yeah. Those those are good moves. It, like, it helps that Bones is the one like actually doing skates. So like they, and I think they're eight. I, I don't know if they're. I don't know if they're a teams on it, but it does look really. It's good. a great looking yeah. show. Yeah, have you watched episode two yet? Uh, no, we're watching that tonight. Uh, that being said, the other thing I'm excited for is Resident Evil Eight. Uh, I I've been looking at Resident Evil Eight, and all I can think is like there better be an option to side with the bad guys in this game, or else I'm fucking. Not I had I had a stroke. I'm I'm looking at the anime list, and I was like, wait, <laughs> where's Resident Evil Eight? <laughs> so like, we we also play games here, and Resident Evil Eight is just like mm, it looks good. Oh my gosh, it's Resident it looks Evil. so good. Tall, it's, tall mommy vampire. Yeah, mommy werewolves. Uh, I, I can't, there, there's, there's a currently a clip out there. I, I retweeted it not that long ago and it's, it's like the mommy, like the, the mommy, the tall vampire lady picks you up, stabs you. And like Ethan goes to stab her and then it, and he looks up at her face and she just looks off of the distance like this. What are you even trying to do? <laughs> and then just grabs you and throws you. It's, it does dangerous things. It looks to me. a lot like this Resident Evil Seven. The best parts of Resident Evil Seven, but also with werewolves and stuff now. So the RE engine <clears throat> is kind of amazing. It's gorgeous. And Capcom's kind of yeah, crazy with the Resident Evil games lately. So well, and it's it's looking like it honestly looks like Resident Evil Four Two. So I'm super excited Maybe. for it. I mean, yeah, they they even have their own version of the merchant. It's like a little fat dude with. Oh really? Fire. Oh, I thought that was Salazar. No. That looked Wait, like Salazar would, to me. Why would that be Salazar? You kill him in four. <laughs> okay, yeah, and you kill the dad in seven and have to go back and kill him two more times in the DLC. I don't want to hear it. He looks yeah, pretty dead. In, 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 in seven, they're, they're, they're immortal, like, fucking fuzzy, um, uh, I almost said moth people, but they're, moss. they're not moth. Yeah. Like, like, yeah, you don't kill them until you kill them. But like you fucking you fucking yeet Salazar you fucking you fucking I atomize that motherfucker. It's pretty good. And why do you think he looks like Salazar? Salazar just, is a tiny. He's Napoleon. wearing like the same coat and everything. Like <laughs> look at the last few seconds of the trailer with Salazar pulled up on your monitor. He looks like he's wearing the same clothes. He literally looks nothing like Salazar at all. He's he's a fucking fat short dude, and Salazar is a fucking Napoleonic like fucking. They're short dude. Four, right? No, uh, uh, four is on the same engine that uh, they decided to start going on with the rest of the game. So four will not get a remake. Uh, no, they they they've already, it's already been leaked. Oh wait, they are. Yeah, I thought they were, yeah. I guess where I heard that they were going to make one. I yeah. thought I thought four <laughs> moving upwards was on an engine they were comfortable with, so they didn't want to remake it. Um, no, nope. uh, from what I've heard, four is getting the remake treatment after. Eight. I hope so because I don't I like beat- the controls in four. Oh my gosh, I want to beat you right now. Yeah, Frog is being cringe. I'm sorry that you like, like an ancient control scheme that was programmed to be bad. It was the only time tank controls have ever been good in a game. Like, that yeah, is the only time I've been like, guys. man, tank controls ain't too bad. No, the the whole tension of Resident Evil 4 is like the enemies adapted to your tank controls. They realized you couldn't move fast. And so the enemies, their difficulty was at a like a speed and way that you could handle with the tank controls. They did a lot of work. To make tank controls work. I don't like that game very much. Okay, that's I, fair. I, you know what? I, no, no, I no, love no, Resident no. Evil 5 to everyone else's stop, stop being fair and balanced, Moth. Fucking Frog is being a cringe-ass nay baby. Resident well, Evil 4 is an almost perfect I'm game. I'm thinking a lot of people have too much nostalgia for Resident Evil 4. The only game more perfect than Resident Evil 4 <laughs> is Resident Evil 5. I, I, 
okay, you just gave me cancer again. Like, I am terminal at this point. Um, I I played Resident Evil 5, 4 for the first time less than a year yeah, ago. Mike, you played like I have no nostalgia like for this game. It was like my fourth M-rated game that I ever played. Okay, I don't know what that means. In relation to uh, that Okay, m- You m- have m- to realize, like, I was still a teenager when Resident Evil 4 first came out, Frog. Okay. Like, and my parents were very much against M-rated games. Like, my first four M-rated games, and I still remember to this day, is Halo 1, Halo 2, Fable, and Resident Evil 4. This helps my point. <laughs> yeah, yeah, Muff, I was literally about to say, like, like Fro- Frog's entire point is that people have too much nostalgia for it. No, but like, I, I No, played you need to it. understand, it was my first M-rated <laughs> game. It's like, I played yeah, it okay. on PC a year ago, and I've beaten this game seven times, at least. And there were still scenes that I didn't get, like, uh, from the first time, like... Do you know that when that uh, when you're going through the village the first time and that bodyguard just kicks the ever-living piss out of you and throws you out the window? If you go back into the house, he's waiting for you and beats you up again. Yeah. I didn't know that. That's a totally optional cutscene. Yeah, it's a, it's, a, it's a really nice, fun game. And I, I enjoy that game a lot. It has... Like, the only thing I don't like about that game is the island at the end. Yeah, like, I, got, oh, I yeah. got to that part and I was just like, I, I don't want to play anymore. And honestly, Revelations 2 is really good, too. People don't give that credit, but it's a lot of fun. I don't know. Yeah. Especially it, playing co-op with a significant other. Like, my wife, I was playing Barry, and my wife was playing uh, the kid. Like, that that's game's a lot of fun with two people. Barry! Yeah, and Revelations 1 was good, too. Like, they, they've been doing some really good stuff. It's weird. They do some good stuff, and then they do fucking 6. <laughs> you know, I, I honestly think 6 gets a worse name than it deserves, because each of the campaigns was super different. Like, one no. of the campaigns was entirely stealth-based. <clears throat> Nicole took... A, Nicole, unfortunately, took a break from streaming. Uh, but, like, she is... The, what, the game she's currently in is Resident Evil 6. And I watched her go through, like, an entire campaign. And it was miserable. Like, like it Leon's was cam- really Like, bad. Leon's campaign is the most uh, streamlined of the Resident Evil. But then you start getting into the more experimental campaigns. It's a lot of fun. Mm, it's yeah. just not a balanced game at all. It's glitchy as all hell, but it's fun. We have two different definitions of fun, sir. Okay, do you enjoy Earth Defense Force? No. Uh, I never got a hey, chance to play it. Actually, go outside, Frog. Frog, go outside. It's so bad! <clears throat> it's, okay, but yeah, it's kind of supposed to That's be. That's not an excuse! It literally is. If so, if I made something... It's supposed to be garbage to feel bad to play. It is fun. It is the fun... It is fun and good controls at the sacrifice of everything the else. controls suck! What the, do you what? You have to run sideways you... to run as the max speed. Frog, yeah, it is cool. good controls and fun in exchange for everything else. Bad graphics, bad AI, bad audio, and yet it is still endearing. The grind is fun. Repeating levels is fun. Summoning is fun. vehicles on top of your friends in the middle of a bad situation is fun. It is fun. I've... Frog, you just need to understand to fight the bug you must crab walk like the bug exactly just make a good game all right they I, did it's called earth defense force no 4. you literally just said it's bad earth defense yeah, actually what what's the one that came out recently like in the last two years uh i mean uh, Is it 2039? America, i'm not sure uh, I know the one in Japan just came out, and it's the one in Japan that just came out is fucking voxel based. Uh, Earth Defense Force <laughs> Five is good. Okay, I have the fourth yeah. one. I thought you it's get charged. you get the turtle rocket launcher, and you shoot a rocket, and it takes fifteen minutes to reach its target. It's great. 
Uh, well, the, the reason Earth Defense Force 5 is good is because, like, there's actually such a diversification of the classes that all four classes is fun. Like, especially being able to just summon a vehicle on top of your friend's head while he's not looking. Okay. I think they should decide uh, yeah. on making a game that feels good to play instead of making a game that is goofy. You can have yeah, both. Yeah, we already did. It's <laughs> No, we, we, we already did. Uh, it's called Undertale. That's That's not oh. the same thing at all. And with that, this has been the We Hate Anime Podcast. The only anime podcast that ends by uh, talking about our favorite Undertale AUs. Uh, uh, mine is, uh, honestly, ooh, ooh, what is my favorite Undertale AU? I don't know Jesus Christ, he has an answer. Uh, Fresh Tail. Because Fresh Tail makes so many people angry. Oh, you just like Fresh Sands. I love Fresh Sands. I only know a couple because of uh, Patch Wolf's recent video on it. <laughs> Uh, but yeah, uh, I'm I, as always. I, I've been English Mike. You can follow you can follow me on Twitter. You can check all of our stuff in the 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 doobly doo down below. Frog is on Twitter as well. Uh, you can check Moth on Twitter and give him some followers because he 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 can use them. Uh, I, if, I'm if, fine. I've been like steadily gaining <laughs> three or four followers a week, and it's just people that I like to talk to. I don't need to be a ten thousand follower dude. I don't curate for that. <laughs> Nah, nah. You need you need to start you need to start posting your really dumb takes. Yeah, diversify like your portfolio, really dumb dude. Takes. Dude, all of my all of my posts on Twitter are just like me rambling into the wind. I'm fine. I love I love I love how when you post something on Twitter, it's completely batshit insane. And then you come to me and it's like, "Hey, Mike, do you think this would make people upset on Twitter?" And it's the most toast thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> all right, well, that's it, folks. Uh, until next time. See you next time. Uh, Go Bye-bye. watch the skate show. It's really good. I like that. We're gonna, we're gonna go watch Baby Driver. Hong Kong. Yeah. What?